Welcome to Bariatric Business Accelerator, the podcast created for busy weight loss practitioners and their teams who want to systematize, simplify, and accelerate the growth of their new or established weight loss practice. I'm your host, Carol Clark. And today we're talking about something that frustrates so many of us on a daily basis, and that is the top five reasons why things are not getting done in your weight loss practice. Don't you just get so frustrated when you have a new project going on and perhaps you've delegated it to somebody and then you go to ask about it and nothing's happened. Nothing has come together. Nothing has uh, been finalized. Nothing's been implemented. It could be that or it could be something that you just know you've got to get to, but you're so busy you can't get to it yourself. So these are a lot of different things that can happen in weight loss practice and it is frustrating. I have been there myself. I see it every day with the practices that I work with. But there are uh, some important things. We have to identify some of the reasons why that might be happening. And then it gives us sort of the power to change that and to make it so that there is a lot of things that are the most important things, of course, getting done in your practice. So the first reason why things might not be getting done is because of bottlenecks. Now there can be system bottlenecks, that sort of thing, but most of the time it's a people problem. And it can oftentimes be the person who's the leader that is the biggest bottleneck. Perhaps everything has to go through one person in your practice. And so if they're behind, everything's behind. And perhaps it's someone who likes to micromanage, doesn't have really a good capability for delegating, uh, or perhaps it's somebody who's confused about what the goals are, but there's a bottleneck out there and that has to be discovered. Once you find the bottleneck, then you can help look at ways to ease that. It can also be a gatekeeper, maybe somebody who's at um, an entry level position, but they're holding on to everything themselves rather than sharing it with someone else because they may be afraid that it looks as if they can't handle their workload. It might be a job security thing. It might be just something that really makes them feel good or uh, a way that they think that they can get additional seniority. There can be so many different things at play, but a bottleneck is by far the most common reason why things aren't getting done. The second thing is perhaps you have too many initiatives that are all going on at the same time. And so you're always starting something new and none of the other uh, uh, things that you were starting were actually able to come to fruition. I have definitely been guilty of this. I can drive my team crazy because I have a lot of ideas that go on in this head of mine. And I uh, can throw out a whole bunch of them and I just expect they're all gonna get done, but you, you have to stop and pause, and I've learned this the hard way so many times, to pause and to really fine tune something, give it a chance to work before you start to add a whole nother thing uh, into the mix. So that's one of the things that can really happen. It can also get out of control if you're hiring a lot of outside people to help with different projects, because then there's overlap and uh, it can be really a confusing thing and then things really don't get done. So that's the second reason. So we've talked about bottlenecks and then too many initiatives going on all at the same time without allowing previous ones to fully be implemented. The third reason, this is another big one, is poor systemization. So we don't wanna just be like robots having these systems that can't be uh, modified or that are so rigid, but systemization is a breath of fresh air for anyone who doesn't have it in your practice. It is something that really streamlines things. It eliminates people always coming to you with, how do I handle this? What happens here? How do we do this? So you get interrupted all day long 
and you can't get anything done. So if you systematize things, uh, it is something that can be a huge, like I say, breath of fresh air. It eases uh, the burden for the person who's having to make all those decisions. It uh, extends that to the team who is right there on the front lines, and they appreciate that more than you will ever know. It also helps with orientating people. And there are six main systems that we talk about in Bariatric Business Accelerator, my membership program, that all need to have some systems in place. Unfortunately, I help you put those into place, but systems are really important. So getting that into place with your team, with your marketing efforts, with your finances, with your revenue streams, uh, with how you are measuring your metrics, all those things are really important. It creates just uh, good expectations for your team. It helps them know what success looks like in your practice, and it is very refreshing. The fourth one is high team turnover. If you have high team turnover, and I know uh, attracting great long-term employees, particularly in healthcare right now, is very difficult, but if you have a lot of high team turnover, it's hard to get anything accomplished because you just get somebody trained and then they're gone. And then you spend all this time getting the next person trained. But probably one of the biggest reasons for your team turnover are one of the previous three things I just talked about. They get frustrated when they don't know the expectation, when there's a different uh, process or system every time that they have something that comes up, when there's bottlenecks and they can't feel like they can get the answer that they need to move forward, uh, or if they're not being delegated to. They wanna be challenged. So uh, team turnover is the fourth really big one. The fifth one is a lack of communicated goals and key performance indicators. You hear me talk about this a lot, but they need to know the history behind your practice and your vision for the future and what your goals are this year. If they know what your goals are, they will do their part to help uh, attain those. And you can also help them by putting in key performance indicators related to their their job only two, maybe four at the most for them to track so that they can see that what they're doing is making an impact on the bigger vision for your practice. That's probably the fifth one. And if I had to throw another one in, I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but it's outsourcing a lot of different things uh, to other companies or to other people to manage for your practice without any sort of accountability. So if you're not getting reports back on how that's going, you could potentially be just sending money down the drain. Now, if whatever you've given them, you're getting good results, that could be a different thing, but it's nice to always see those numbers. So those are the top five reasons uh, things might not be getting done in your practice. Once again, it was bottlenecks in your practice, most commonly people, uh, too many uh, new initiatives going on without follow through on the ones that were originally initiated. So there's so many projects going on at the same time without knowing what's working well. The third one was poor systematization or lack of systematization. Uh, the fourth one, high team turnover. And then of course, lack of communicated goals and key performance indicators. So people can know, how am I doing? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I successful in my job? We all love that feeling of success. Uh, so anyhow, those are my top five. If you have others, please feel free to add them in, in, uh, in the comment below. And I always look forward to and listen to all that. If you have something specific you wanna to talk to me about, 
or you just want an opportunity audit to see, uh, have a conversation about what's going on in your practice, Carol, K-A-R-O-L at weightlosspracticebuilder.com is my email. I answer everything personally. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do the more followers. And if you know of someone who could benefit, please share it with them. So that's all important. Um, and I am uh, grateful for you to be here as a listener. And I can't wait till our next podcast together. In the meantime, thanks so much. And I hope you're having a wonderful day. Take care.